100% moving all of this because Is that our safe word now? <laughs> cutting, cutting. Obviously, cutting you have to cut that. Obviously. Oh, we are better people than this, and I am not doing this. Okay. I'm the better one. <laughs> I'm the one who's in abject horror. I'm good now. Okay. You know, for one reason or other, things just don't make it into the episode. So I've decided to create the cutting room floor, which is what I would usually say. But similar to last week, there is nothing left over from Stonewall. That was a shit show that we wanted to get through very quickly. So lucky you, I have special content from the Another Gay Sequel podcast that never made it to light. In this quick bonus clip, Stuart and I talk about American Pie, uh, gay visibility, our ages, which we somehow don't know. Somehow. Take a listen. This is the part that really like drives me nuts is that someone wrote this to be some controversial statement and what it ended up becoming was this campy, horrible movie. From someone who directed like Edge of 17, which was not a bad movie, mm-hmm. it wasn't a great movie, but at least it had like, like a, a storyline you could follow. For all of the movies they could have framed their movie around, American Pie, I just don't understand why. But it wasn't even so much that. It was that it was what that there was no storyline. Mm-hmm. There was no acting. It was a horribly written script. The dialogue was terrible. Really? The, this, like, I understand that it was for a niche audience. Yeah. But for you and I growing up in that time, yeah. being like, I think what, he went in 2000? 2006. 2000. So I would have oof. been 21. I would have been 19. <laughs> How is that possible when we're both 24? 20. Yeah, we're both 34. We would have been the same age. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. 2006, 2004, I graduated high school. Uh, 2000, how was that possible? No, I graduated high school in 2003. I graduated high school 17. in 2004. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what, though? No, I was, my birth, my birthday made me go into school later. Right. Because I was a September baby. So... <laughs> We're the same age. So okay, if we were born in 85, we're both born in 85. I'm born in 86. You're 86? Okay, wait. So if you were born in 86 and I was born in 85, that means that means we can deduce that you were 20 and I was 21. Okay. I feel like I just graduated high school at 20. <laughs> it's fine. It's some of us are late. You know what? We're good. Stick, we, we stuck around we for a little while. A couple circles around the track. Um, what I, what I was saying was, I think we just have to have movies where we're not focusing so much on them being gay mm-hmm. as it being a character in the movie because that normalizes it. Well, that's what. So actually, but that is what he did in this film. He wanted to make sure that these four boys, they're only plight the only main thing they had to worry about was just getting laid not the fact that they'd come out mm-hmm. not that they were afraid not that you know nothing about them it was just it was normal and accepted to be an orientation of whatever you want and it just is what it is it had nothing to do with it so i like and with the parents being as accepting as they are and everyone just kind of like go with the flow sexually and just you know publicly and it just I, I like the fact that he created a world in which as a teenager, when you watch this film, you can understand that your straight friends, all that shit they're going through, you can go through it too, and it's okay. You right. can do it, and it's fine. Now, the the way he did it 
may not be great, but I do appreciate that he went ahead and said, they're not fighting for acceptance. They just want to get laid. And I like that about it. Right. Well, I think that's a really good point to have. I think, yes, if you're going to draw something out of it that's good about that movie, yes, I think the acceptance part of it and having that just normal teenage experience of like mm-hmm. wanting to hook up or wanting to have sex is something that's relatable to everything. You see it in every teenage movie at some point, mm-hmm. someone wanting to get laid. I think uh, American Pie was completely about that losing virginity. Oh, it's, an, it's literally, it's, it's, it's the same movie. movie. It's, right. I, it is interesting though that like, because it's seen from a gay movie, watching gay boys do the same thing that straight boys were doing in the same kind of scenarios that we even as gay men are like, that is so over the top or it has to be super over the top, but it wasn't really that different. If you were to throw a gay character into an American Pie series, mm-hmm. In 2000 and whatever came out. Three. Three, yeah, two. sure. Um, that would have drastically changed that storyline. Yeah. Because it would throw out an entirely new narrative into that movie in that time period. Which is unfortunate because at least two of those characters from the original American Pie series could have easily just been gay. Right. Easily. There was been nothing about them otherwise. In fact, no. one of them was definitely effeminate, or at least his demeanor came off as more gay than his broy douchebag friend. If we're talking about Chris Klein, I think it was his lack of ability and charisma. I think Chris <laughs> Klein, um, I'm glad he just kind of went away because that was horrible. Because <laughs> every line was said like this. Yeah. Stifler. Whoa. <laughs> like it was the anyway. Um, he was like that generation's Keanu Reeves, but they didn't need that. No. Like, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, for all intents and purposes, is a much better actor than Chris Klein. 100%. Chris Klein. Oh, God. Remember that movie here? Uh, with the, the ear cut? With the ear cut. And then also, like, Lisa Heather Graham? Oh, God. The brother movie? No. I mean, talking about Here on Earth or something like that. With oh. Lily Sobieski, who's also just a terrible actress. Yeah, she just, the last thing I saw her in was in Wicker Man. She got fucking punched in the face. Yeah. And that was so... No, she got drop kicked. Drop kicked. God, it was so good. But like, <laughs> those, terrible movie. It was like those two just beige actors... Trying to act trying against to have emotional each- scenes. <laughs> I was like... I, and people were like about this movie when we were in high school. And I was like... Are you watching the same movie I am? Because this is shit. <laughs> they get to have this movie, but we can't have a mainstream gay movie yeah, at the time. Cool. We can't have a movie about two gay characters in love, but I gotta watch Louis Sobieski <laughs> and Chris Klein fall in love. Quote. Are you kidding me? Are you joking me right now? I would rather go paint my neighbor's wall a shade of white and watch it fucking dry then watch this shit. <laughs> this kind of like beautiful, dewy movie. Uh, with two actors who could have been replaced with wooden boards for all the emotion they conveyed. Are you serious? Like, I can't handle it. Like, we should all be able to have, like, all the movies that come out should have the same release mm-hmm. as something that, you know, Love, Simon gets. Like, they're not all given the same opportunities that some are given. When we've had garbage movies come out, garbage, like geostorm or fucking debs debs or um skyscraper or like all these i love skyscraper did you actually i loved it oh my god I would How about all these fast and furious movies that just keep coming out like, like all these 34 yeah but like but that's like that's the thing is like would that change skyscraper to have it him married to a man no. rather than a woman like that's the thing i always look at would this do like 
drastically affect the storyline. No. Because that story is about a guy trying to save his family from burning building from yeah. terrorists. And, like, it's a fun movie to watch. I'm not, it's, not, it's a terrible movie. No, it's, but it was just awful. one of those things where I saw it on a Saturday afternoon with my sister and was like, I enjoyed this. My brain is turned off. I don't care. Yeah. And nothing about that movie would be informed differently if it were a man. Yeah. That he was trying to save. Like, what if, what if Elsa was just a fucking lesbian? Who cares? Exactly. How does that change the story? How does that make her any different than if she's just ambiguous? But that's the thing I think we need to start having that conversation is that why do these movies have to be such a, be seen as brave or, or trailblazing by having a gay character be the lead when none of the other storylines out there or none of the other movies out there would be drastically changed mm-hmm. if someone were gay in the movie. I think we could have movies that inform and and uh, exemplify gay history and gay culture and have those movies on one side. Mm-hmm. But I also think we have mainstream movies where as a gay character, we don't need to have the same conversations. Literally or just take themes. any script... And make the the wife a husband. Exactly. Or make the husband a wife. And that's yeah. it. And the character does not change. The, the the script doesn't change. Nothing changes except the fact that now he has the same genitals as his partner or the, her partner. Exactly. That's it. Like, you can have the two parents having a conversation about their, you know, oh, you know, little Timmy lost that, like, soccer game. And they sit in bed together and one's on their iPad and the other one's brushing his teeth and that yeah. gorgeous side bathroom. And But it's just two men. And the gorgeous side bathroom is annoying. Where, oh. When the fuck is that? going to happen for me yeah you know what? Gonna if we're going to talk for my nightstand yeah like what the fuck with my long luxurious, with my luxurious beautiful hair beautiful hair yeah. and my just ripped body yeah because i have time yeah you know commuting my four beautiful children in my fucking manor home okay, we just to cre- school we just described the brady bunch we we exist in the brady bunch or like, <laughs> the fucking, it's complicated movie that's my entire dream oh yeah Where she's like i just want to do a renovation on my beautiful kitchen i want to make it bigger i want to make a dream kitchen i'm like what is this life yeah it is a beautiful like shade of beige that i just want <laughs> with pops of color everywhere anyway yeah. that aside yeah i agree with you yes it's fine. It doesn't. Inf- it doesn't change the storyline or the or the um, or the pacing of that movie if we don't talk about it. But if we just stop and be like, they're a gay couple. <gasps> Let's get them on Ellen. To, first of all, thank her for her trailblazing efforts, and then talk about their movie. Which that's a whole other conversation to have mm-hmm. because when did it become? Just everybody has to thank Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> It is like 22 years later. <laughs> I think she did. There are thing. other people to yeah. think. Yeah. That woman has more money than God right now. Yeah. And I just, I get a little cringeworthy when we look to her for like the approval of gay culture. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Hart goes on her show and apologizes. Therefore, the entire gay community should should be accepting his apology. Fuck because off. Ellen says that she forgives him. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Or she goes and uh, she makes friends with uh, George Bush. And he's a friend like, of mine. Oh, now I guess he's a friend of ours too. No, no, absolutely no, not. You. I'm good. <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, <laughs> so we were talking about this. Um, if this movie was made today, it would not. <laughs> it would not be made today. <laughs> I couldn't. No. <laughs> Such a guttural reaction. No, Stefan, stop. <laughs> All right, so that was our cutting room floor for this week. My thanks go to Stuart, whether he knew it or not. If you like this episode, fantastic. If not, I can't help you. But I'm glad you came. 
My Instagram is S-J-M-A-R-O-N-I. That's S-J Maroney. You can find more content for Rebel Without a Closet at R-W-A-C-P-O-D, also on Instagram. And since Halloween is traditionally gay Christmas, starting this Saturday, we start Full Fantasy Realness. That is the queer-adjacent fantasy movies that shaped us into the little Hocus Pocus, Death Becomes Her Witches that we wanted to be for Rocky. I am so excited for this month. A lot of it's literally just going to be me moderating because every single person on my podcast wanted to be involved, including some very special guests, which we hear about later. So coming up this Saturday, we start with The Covenant, the 2006, not remotely gay, but so gay story about five male witches. It is, it's a, it's a blast. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. It's ridiculous. It absolutely helps because we just kind of really dive into this. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the movie, please go watch it. It's on Netflix. I said that already. Anyway, I'll be back on Saturday. I'll talk to you then.